You're the white rap kid from 90210. You're Brian Austin Green, right? I used to be an actor, but now I'm following my true love. And you should not be listening to the show. No, we, we do want them to listen to the show. Oh, come on. Why would we want, want them to do that? Because it's a, it's a podcast. Why else would we be recording? Because when you're printing cheese, who cares? You're listening to With Brian Austin Green. Here are your hosts, Brian Austin Green and Derek Russell. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is a brand new, yes, a spanking brand new episode of With Bag. It is uh, it is Friday, and Derek and I are recording uh, this episode currently, 10.05 a.m. I am your host, Brian Austin Green. You, this is my co-host, Derek Russell. Are you being held hostage like the way you had to be so specific about it? <laughs> Made it sound a little, a little I'm at gunpoint. Yeah. Listen, make sure you tag the time. Hold hold the paper up. Hold the paper up so we know he's still alive. Read exactly what it says. <laughs> How are you, buddy? I, I love that if I was being held hostage, the person that I would be reaching out to is you on Skype. Like, hey, let's record right now. <laughs> they uh, they had very strict instructions. Like we had, to, they, they wanted one more episode. So, dude, how are you feeling, man? I Let me preface by saying one of the reasons that we haven't recorded recently is Derek uh, tested positive for COVID-19. So uh, you've been you've been dealing with this for about, what, a week and a half now? No, this is this is three weeks. That's three how long. Weeks. Yeah. Like the, My goodness. the day the day before I'm going to have to get on this mic a little bit more. Sorry, I can't I can't I can't project. You know, you know what though? Getting on the mic makes you sound a little sexier. Oh, thank so, you, I appreciate yeah. that. Um, I know you don't feel good, but you sound great. <laughs> <laughs> I had a thought. Okay, so I'll I'll tell the story, but first I want to say we were going to record last week, which would yeah. probably been a little more difficult on me, but that would have been fine. But I um I had a thought when I was getting stuff ready when I was turning getting equipment going and stuff the other day if you you make me laugh more than than most people have the ability to we i feel like we always after you know however many years now we we make each other laugh a lot just, just out of stupidity just out of sheer stupidity <laughs> and quoting movies and, make you laugh. and inside jokes and i thought for a hot second i was like i'm gonna die from him making me laugh so hard that I can't breathe. <laughs> I'm going to laugh to death. Yeah. So I'm like, going to I'm gonna have to make that as a disclaimer before I actually go. <laughs> right. Right before <laughs> Halloween, I tested positive and I was okay. I had a really, I had 103 something fever and I thought, and I, we were texting back and forth because I told you I was positive. And I said, hey, it would be funny, not funny, but it would be memorable to to record an episode while I have it. Just, you know, right. talk about, you know, wear a mask, people, and all that stuff. And this is before, this was before the election, too. Right. I mean, this was the, the week before. And within 24 hours, it became quickly not funny, like could not breathe. Right at all yeah i remember i remember when i facetimed you um i was like you were you were barely talking and able to keep your eyes open and uh and like 
be coherent with me and that it was really i was i was really worried about you for, for I, a minute i i'll i'll add to that i i don't even remember you facetiming me I don't, oh really i have no memory of that whatsoever uh-uh. oh yeah no yeah. i i we facetimed i'll take your word for it <laughs> was that decent i promise i'll 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 take a screenshot of uh of my phone <laughs> no i believe you i mean i could go back and look at mine too but i yeah i, I don't remember that and like everything is just a blur um i had and i'm again i'm three weeks three weeks out now over three weeks out i've tested negative but the lasting effects are tremendous i mean i I still i have no energy just whatsoever like walking to the mailbox is a chore and i'm i'm not in terrible shape i mean i'm i'm a little overweight but it's i've you know i've always <laughs> i've always had what are you laughing at don't laugh at me what i've 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 never just felt like completely absent of energy and that's what this feels like and yeah. the fog the whole covid fog thing is real i mean it's 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 as real as it can get everything is a chore to think through and um see i can't even can't even go here brain fog is that's what i was talking about when i was when i was dealing with the neurological stuff brain fog is is a fucking monster because it's not something you can control Uh -uh. like it's not you can't decide okay i'm gonna be clear-headed today like it's just you're you're fucking swimming in it all the time until you're not and and you're just sort of in it and you you say things and do things that you just that that you don't think about at all or you don't even remember like because you're just you're barely surviving like your brain is just sort of checked out at that point so i can't i can't imagine what that's been like for you because i know uh, you know i know mentally like you're a very you're an investigative journalist i mean i know i know you are uh you are completely aware of your surroundings and and what's going on so it must be really tough this must have been really tough well it's 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 odd that you call it swimming because that's what it it feels like treading water like it feels like you're waiting you know and then a you know a big like wave will come along and kind of take you under for a minute and then you kind of your head pops back up but you're still kind of you're still just bobbing along the best way that i could explain it to people before who were trying to figure out what it felt like was I, I could only equate it to that physical feeling of, you know, when you've been swimming in a pool, like a chlorinated pool for yeah. a long time yeah. and your eyes are cloudy when yes. you get out. Yes. It's your brain is kind of like that. Yes. Like it just doesn't, it's everything is just cloudy. It's not really clear. Right. And, and it's this weird sort of, uh, mental like limbo that you're in. Like you, you think about stuff, but you sort of, I, I mean, I know for me, like I, you know, I got to the point where I was between the physical, the, the, the physicality of doing something and thinking about it, there was about like a 15 second lag between the two. Like I would think about something and it would take me 15 seconds before my body could physically even accomplish it. That's pretty spot on. Yeah. Just having to think through the process of, I mean, you don't have to think about like standing up. Right. You, you know, you, there's never normally you don't. Yeah. Normally. I mean, there's no, unless you're, intoxicated uh you know it's just you think you you stand up and now it's like a process of like i've got to 
position myself on the edge of the couch or the chair and you know push myself up it's it's a whole thing and i still when I, when I tell you like during the height of my of my stuff i would shuffle when i would walk because yeah. i was afraid of falling yes. and hurting myself yes so i would shuffle with my hands up like a t-rex like just so uh, just in case and that like i had to learn how to not only walk and talk again i mean i had to learn how to do things like walk stairs again yeah. which you know it's I've been walking stairs my whole life, but you have that feeling like you were saying of when you're getting up off of a couch, um, really having to focus. I remember working with, uh, with my, my teacher at the time and he was trying to teach me how to walk downstairs and he was talking about, it's kind of a controlled fall. Like you, you know, you take a step, but then, and it was like, man, I, I've never, even as a kid, I didn't think this much about it. Like this is a whole it's a whole new way of remembering how to do things. It's not really learning how to do things. It's you do things exactly the same, but you have to, um, you have to think about what it is. You have to like actively think about every step to get something done. Yeah. It's, um, it's a chore. Everything, everything just feels like a chore right now. Um, I still can't, it, I, I can take a deep breath, but I run out really quick. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I, I never went and got scanned, but I'm pretty sure I have a broken rib from really. Oh, from, from coughing? coughing. Yeah. Like everything's bruised and, um, mm. but, uh, it, and, and honestly, the, the, the fog is probably the worst thing. I mean, the energy thing sucks, but that kind of hand in hand with the COVID fog is bad, but I still can't taste or smell. And you know, I love food. I love food so much and the food's right. useless. Yeah, if who you, doesn't? Yeah, food's useless if you can't taste it. Like that I mean, I know the nutritional value obviously is still there. I I've lost like <laughs> 12 13 pounds. Have you um, really? Just from I mean, it's just you lose there's no appetite there if you can't right. taste anything. Texture's right. really big. Like you know what a salting cracker feels like in your mouth. Right. So that kind of stuff feels normal to you like you can right. kind of trick your brain into it like i've had to experiment yeah. a whole lot but there's yeah there's just nothing there and i don't i haven't done enough i saw somewhere that a lot of people are like yeah it takes like four to six weeks for food and taste to come back which is ridiculous i'm on week three and but i know some people that have said five or six months and they still don't have anything uh right. from it and it it's that that sucks and it, i haven't seen people talk about this my it's not that i can't smell it's that everything smells wrong hmm. like there's no taste whatsoever taste is just bland but smell is like if you were to smell something very traditional that you know the smell to obviously it's it's like it's, brownies or cake or you're, something. You're, you're down to your shampoo i mean you know just like that it's nothing nothing has the right smell and it's not like it smells like something else it just smells bad like everything just has this wrong odor to it oh. is the best way i can explain it so anyway yeah it's been a fun three weeks <laughs> Oh, dude. To, to say the least um Crazy. i'm hoping i mean i feel so now so now are you are, are you uh or did you like separate yourself from the family i and, did and, and it all didn't that? it didn't do any good um it, it, i did at first and then the best i can figure out is because i don't go anywhere 
uh, hardly, is, is that my wife got it and brought it and was asymptomatic and brought it home. Right. Um, and then Wes had it as well, but neither one of them have any, had any issues. Both tested positive, no issues whatsoever. So if and then and then how about the the, the twins? Yeah, they were that no issue whatsoever. We didn't we didn't get them tested because obviously everybody had to quarantine regardless. But right. there was no and somebody had to take care of them. Right, there was no issue. Um, whereas I'm like writing out my will, you know, <laughs> laying in bed, right. not to be over dramatic, which I, I wasn't doing that, but it did. I mean, there was. You know, there was a hospital trip. I mean, it was it, it, there. Were, there was some scariness to it. My, I, I was hooked up to a pulse oxygen meter. And yeah, like, are you still? Are you? Are you? Because I know you're still. You said you were still having oxygen. Your oxygen yeah, numbers it's, weren't it's right. It's still not body. back up to where it should be. I, they were telling me if I got below ninety that I needed to go to the emergency room. Right. But you know, again go back yeah I, I remember when you told me that and then you sent me the picture of i was like hey so what are you at and you were like 90 yeah well it got lower than that at some I'm point literally as low as i can go yeah, before i have to go yeah. to the hospital at some point i got to 87 but i never felt any worse if that makes sense like i never felt like i couldn't breathe it just hurt to breathe right there was never a I'm hyperventilating. I can't catch my breath. That I'm suffocating. Right. That kind of I need thing. Help. It was right. yeah. It was just the soreness to breathe. It was like an elephant was sitting on me or something. So yeah. I never went back for that um, because I just didn't see a the floor. The COVID floor here was full. There was no ventilators or anything. I was like, what are they going to do to me? You know, I mean, yeah. th- there's not a whole lot of options. I mean, I had the meds, so I just continued to monitor it and would go if if things got dire and i don't i never got worse than 87 86 i think but i'm from, still i'm from still what not I've always heard from people because it is a virus that way it the the worst thing you can do for it is lay in a hospital bed and yeah. just like you know let it yeah. let it take over and because that's exactly what it'll do yeah. you almost you want to stay as active as possible you want to move you want to keep like forcing your body to you want to keep the blood moving you want to you want to get it through your system you don't want to let it take a hold and do what it does but i know that's hard to do it was, i mean it was it was hard to yeah i would make myself get up and walk around the couch and you know yeah. just like do two i was like if i could just two laps and sit back down but then i you know i got kind of cocky and i was like all right i think i can go take a shower and i went and got the shower and immediately fell like it was like yeah. i was like nope that was too far back back to the couch um, so it was, it's, it's been an experience. It's just, it's so weird to me. And then we, and I, I guess because having watch it unfold through, you know, the news and everything for the past eight months, and obviously to know people that have died from it and who have been affected by it. And then on the, the flip side, people who've had it and were like, I think I had a running nose for like an hour, just the, right. the weirdness of how it affects people versus. Yeah. I've, I've heard mixed things. I've heard that. There, that there are obviously, you know, any um, any like previous things or you know stuff you have going on, you'll have an issue with. But I've also heard that that blood type has a big issue with it, yeah. um, with with uh, with symptoms and all of that. So it's yeah, it's it's just so unknown. You just never know who it's going to affect and how. Yeah. Which is which is the scary part of it? The, I mean, that's, yeah. Please wear a mask. I mean, I do 
everywhere I go. Yeah. And, but I, yeah, yeah just, it was... just wear a mask, wear a mask for other people. Exactly. Like you, you know, just try and try and slow the spread of it as much as possible. I mean, it's, uh, you know, whether, whether people believe masks help them or not, it's not about helping no, you at this it's point. About it's about other people. It's about slowing something that obviously needs to be slowed. I mean, the, the, the numbers are there. The proof is there. Um, I've lost, I've, I've lost friends, uh, you know, due to this virus and, and you have too. And a lot of people have, they've lost friends and family. And, um, so it's that whole, that whole argument and concept of, of it not being, being real. And there, there's something, you know, and it being some sort of a hoax is, is insane at this point. No. Yeah. That, that, that pisses me off so much when when people are yeah, like, when people course. just downplay it and i'm like no i mean yeah you you know somebody that had it and they had a headache and that was it i know several people that have that when that were perfectly fine went to the hospital and that have passed died, away have died from it you know yeah. and i i mean i, I don't want to think that that was going to happen to me but i i was there was a couple nights there where i was really scared of you know that i wasn't going to that i wasn't going to wake up the next morning you know that i would just you know choke you know, lack of oxygen in my sleep or something. And, and still this far out to just not feel normal. I mean, just to not feel like myself is, I mean, it's, and it's bad on, you know, I've, you know, me, I've got mental health issues and that, that doesn't bode well for any of that either. Um, It's just frustrating to, to not be able to, you know, you get your arm, you break your arm, you put your arm in a cast, you're good. And if you, 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 it's going to heal, but this is just something you can't, I can't do anything for it. I can't push myself to, to get back to something. Cause it's not like I, you know, I, it's not like I forgot how to walk or anything like that. I know, you know, with you, I mean, you were having to definitely like relearn some things, um, after what you went through and, and this, it's like, I, I know how to do it. I just feel like I can't, like I yeah. just, it, it, and it just sucks to not, you want, you know, I want to go throw Wes over my shoulder and spin her around. And I, I can't, I can't, right. I can't do that right now. It just, it sucks. Yeah. You start, you start feeling, which is one of the things I went through. You start feeling like a prisoner in your own body. Yes. yes that's yeah. That's such a good way to explain it. And it's hard. Like I, I remember, you know, back when I was dealing with stuff, cause I, I mean, you know, I'm like hip hop is a huge part of my, my life and my past and, and, and what I know and to hear songs and not be able to remember words or not be able to rap along to them because I just physically couldn't do it was so mm-hmm. frustrating. It was like, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know who I am at this point. Like I, the things that make me, me are, are gone right now. So, so then what does that, what does that leave? You know, what, as far as, as your mental health during that time, I mean, I know you were like laid up in bed a lot. Like how, how was that affecting you on a depression level? Um, it could have affected me horribly. It really could have. I mean, I, I, I understand it. It's a, it's a lonely thing to go through. Um, not, not trying to make light of something or make something seem easier than it is, but it's all perspective. Yeah. 
it it has to be. I mean, there's you don't like you said, you don't have a choice in the matter. It's not like you can snap your fingers and all of a sudden you're bet like I, you know, I was just going through what I was going through. So it was like I can either um let it negatively affect me or I can try and I which is like one of my mantras now, I try and make lemonade out of every lemon that that I'm given. Um and I just try and make that a daily habit. And, you know, and I really had to back during that. I mean, that was, that was four years. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, you know, I spent two and a half years where I couldn't really speak much at all, just listening to people. Right. And I could say a word like every 30 seconds. Um, so it's, I, I, at one point I really had to make the choice of, okay, I've got to make, I've got to make lemonade out of this. So, you know, if, if, um, listening isn't the best part of communicating for me, this is a great time to make it the best part because it's all I can do. So, you know, it's, you sort of, you, you have to make, you just have to make the best of what you can do. And it's like, if, you know, if it forces you, if something forces you to slow down, and just be be close to the people that you're close with. Uh, you know, it's like I looking back on it, it was one of the hardest things I've ever dealt with. But at the same time, I really had a lot of time to spend with my kids. Uh, Journey was a baby and growing up, and so I got to spend a lot of time with him. I mean, I couldn't I couldn't really work mm-hmm. uh, because just physically I couldn't I couldn't. You know, if I was working in an office, I could. But when you're supposed to be on in front of a camera and you're supposed to look normal and speak normal and learn lines and all of that, then then that becomes the hard part um, in in dealing with that, because those were all things that it was like, you know, I was just trying to look in the mirror and convince myself, let alone however many people watched a show. Yeah. Um, So, you know, for it just it was the situation forced me to be around the house a lot, but I, I, I haven't stopped working since I was nine. I've, I've worked pretty consistently since I was nine years old and I'm now 47. Um, I've, uh, you know, as soon as 90210 was done, I went on and did tons of other things. I did it like a season and a half of the show resurrection Boulevard. I did, the wedding band. I did Terminator. I did Freddie. I did anger management. I, I did desperate housewives. I did all sorts of stuff. Um, so this was the first time where it was like, okay, this is your body is and your mind are forcing you to sit and take a break and relax. And so that's it. If that's all I could do, then I, you know, I chose to make the absolute best of that. Um, and that's, that's all you can do. You, you know, you can only make the best of the situation. You can't change the situation. How do you think you manage to keep? Give me a second. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Um, 
I got the I got the mute button ready in case I have a coughing fit, but I don't I don't have a I don't have a vamp button for when I can't think of what I'm trying to ask. How do you think you you kept, don't have a buffering button? I don't have a I don't have a give Derek. I need that intermission. Let's all go to the lobby get and get popcorn and drinks. Music. How do you think you managed to you keep? Can, you can find that now. Yeah. <laughs> how do you how do you think you managed to keep that out of? the public eye right now you you can't blink without it being on the front cover of everything and you went through that for so many years just suffering um and and, and that didn't until you really talked about it on here it wasn't i mean obviously those of us close to you knew it but but not not publicly you hadn't had not talked about it so like how, how do you think you managed to not have um, that on on everything i think well i think at first for me it was you, you know for the first like six months or so i thought it was a virus that's yeah. what the doctor thought the yeah. neurologist that i was seeing so he was like i think this is a virus i think it's going to pass through your system and you're going to wake up you know with, within like six months and things will start getting back to normal so i was waiting for that so it was like i you know there's no reason to talk about that mm-hmm. um because I don't want to, I don't want to alarm people and I don't want, like if I'm an actor and you know, we have to have insurance and all of that. And, and I don't, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to have people think that I can't do it. Right. You know, I just can't do it right now. Right. But then after that, it was, uh, it, it was a lot of embarrassment for me. I mean, it was a lot of like, when you do something your whole life and then you can't, it's the, it's the embarrassment of, I don't want to be around people because they're going to see what I'm going through. And I didn't want people to, uh, pity me for it. Mm -hmm. Or like, I didn't want, I didn't want the situation to be looked at that way. I, I didn't want to be dealt with that way. There were, there were some people that I was friends with that I ran into during and, haven't really talked too much since. So, you know, it's people don't, people don't completely know how to deal with it. Right. Understandably. Right. Um, but, but for me, it was a, and there were a few different times where I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm ready to start talking about it now. And my publicist who was really smart at the time, she would say, you know what, stories like this and, and what you're going through, they, they, they work better when they're success stories when it's yeah, like, yeah, I went, I went through all this and now I'm working again and look at what I made it through, you know, and now I'm back. Yeah. And, and I wasn't at that point yet, um, with it all. So I, I really just sort of kept my head down and kept to myself and I, I stayed home. Um, there were a couple times I would go to restaurants or that, but I, I really, I, I didn't, do that much. I didn't leave the house much. Um, I really was sort of a hermit during that time, which is tough for me because I'm, I'm pretty social. You're a people person. Yeah. I'm a total people person. Like I don't, you know, I don't need to be out at clubs and bars. That's fine. Um, but the things that I do do, whether it's the grocery store or, you know, the coffee bean or Starbucks or places like that, that's my social interaction. So, not having that was hard. I mean, I had, luckily I had family. I had my really good friends. Um, 
I had the people that I was doing my my physical therapy with. Uh, I had this trainer named Harley Pasternak, who uh, I've been training with for years. And then when he knew that I was going through what I was going through, he had uh, he had this other guy that he worked with named Andre work with me, and Andre was amazing. And he uh, he really his mom had 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 a stroke before, so we kind of had a sense of how to help rehab somebody physically. So it, that's exactly what he did. And he was super patient and super understanding. And, uh, you know, it's a lot. I mean, I, I, I used to, cause I, I had worked out with Harley for a long time and, you know, he has a, he has like a couple, he has a basketball court in his backyard. And so we would play basketball and all of a sudden it was like, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I couldn't dribble a ball. I couldn't even move. And so for him to start me with like, Hey, just make 10 shots from here, you know, like just to get your body moving again, it was, it was really scary. I think for people on the outside to see, because it was undiagnosed. Yeah. Um, and I want to, I want to put a disclaimer. I don't know how a disclaimer works after the fact that sounds more like 2020 vision hindsight's 2020, but yeah. for anybody listening to this, I know you don't think this, I'm not comparing <laughs> covid to anything brian went through because obviously that was a years-long travesty that, that you, you know what though from. it's it is similar uh, and i you know i don't I, I mean yeah obviously covid and a stroke are are a different they're they're different yeah. in that way but there are similarities you know that people are having in uh in symptoms and so it's like those even though it's not the same thing to deal with, the symptoms right. are the same. Well, and it's I, the, the, I think that yeah is like how it affects your body. Like I'm 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 COVID free now, but it has left my body a train wreck. Yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah, it's, totally. it's the same thing with the stroke. You have the stroke and the stroke's done, but but the yeah. last the after of, of what it has done to your body, whether it be you know paralysis of any kind or speech or, or, or just your thought processes. I got, I got really lucky. Um, I, what I went through wasn't a stroke, so I didn't have any physical damage done from it. It was just, it was literally my, my, my brain just hit reset on the computer and everything had to reboot. I mean, it took four years to do it, but it was like, it was just completely rebooting the system. Um, but then it was something that I got through and there's no trace of it in my body at all. Uh, thankfully, but yeah, COVID, you know, some people are having, having effects that stick around for months and it's, I, you never know, Mm, you never know. And you know, it's, which is why I think it's so important for people young and old just to wear a mask, like just to, you know, it, Getting it may, you may be asymptomatic. You may have no problem with it, but that doesn't mean that somebody you give it to won't. Yeah. Um, And I, I mean, I feel like a pariah now for getting it, which I mean, you know, I didn't go out and lick pay phones and act like there was no pandemic happening. If I go outside this house, I'm wearing a mask. If I go out my front door, I'm wearing a mask, even though. Yeah, I mean, licking door. all the doorknobs you were doing—that that, that, that was probably, pushing it a yeah, little that bit. That probably that was, wasn't helpful. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, 
but I, I do. I feel like uh, I feel like I failed kind of in a way by getting it. Like, I, you know, if, if if the pandemic was a test, I feel like I'm I failed it somehow. And I know that's not the case. But, you know, when people get it, you're like, well, where have you been? You know, you contact tracing. Where'd you get it from? That kind of thing. And I'm like, I did everything right. Like, I, yeah. I you know, not going to restaurant. You know, I did everything by the book and still got it. And that's not yeah. a that's not an advertisement for not wearing a mask it's not like well he did everything right and he still got it i mean that's just that was the hand i was dealt but yeah it's it's literally like it i think it's just one of those you never know so you might as well be safe exactly if possible and it's like you, know, you said if, in the beginning it's it's you do it for the mask, benefit of somebody else yeah if that mask helps remotely you know in a situation where not having it w- would have been a detriment yeah then it's worth it to wear. It's worth it to, you know, for if you did catch it to, to not pass it to somebody that it could do grave damage to, you know? So it's, it's a tough situation. And I know, you know, I know some people are playing the fence of, of all of it. And listen, I, I mean, I, nobody likes wearing a mask that masks are uncomfortable you know, I if I go in a grocery store or if I go like in Target with the kids and I start getting hot and I have a mask on, it I, it makes me miserable. Mm-hmm. Like I hate wearing a mask, um, but you still wear it. It, it just is what it is. Like you can't, it, you know, you can't you can't put your own comfort before society. Yeah, I mean, if somebody had told me back in February or March it said look you've got two options you're going to get it in eight months and it's going to suck it's going to be bad or you can wear two masks for the next eight months I would have worn two masks for eight months than not have this right I mean it's it's what I was telling the doctor when I went they were like when I went back they were like how do you how did you feel in general and I was like because they they were calling daily to check on me from the from the right. clinic and i was like i would have rather you know I, I couldn't stand when people were saying it's just the flu you know that's the that's the go-to politicizing right. of it is it's just the flu i i, I take three flus yeah over this because at least i knew i you know would bounce back quicker yeah um, than what i have so that was all very depressing um, let's talk about happy things. <laughs> hey, let's talk. Have I, have I even talked about masks? Masks? No, singer? because well, okay. No. So here, so here's what I think happened. I knew, but when we were recording the last time you had not been revealed yet that the yeah. show was on and you were right. performing, but, but the right. reveal had not happened that, you know, right. you were, so, you were a seven so we foot didn't tall talk giraffe. Right. Yeah. Damn, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> we are really good. So you were you you were a giraffe and now you are going to host a, or be a judge on the spin-off. Yeah, of so the it, it's yeah, it's a spin-off of Mass Singer. It's called Mass Dancer. And uh which is which I think is really fun for uh fun for celebrities to do because it's completely anonymous. Yeah. Hold on a second. My youngest is crying. All right. Hold on. 
So, so what were we? Oh, we were Mass talking Dancer. about Mass Dancer. Yeah. yeah. So, Mass Dancer is this really fun spinoff. Um, Craig Robinson is hosting it, so he's he's doing the Nick Cannon part of it. Um, and then the panel is myself and Ken Zhang, and uh, and Paula Abdul and Ashley Tisdale. And Go ahead. It's a really it's a really fun show. Like we we uh, we just finished the first season of it. And it's we had a really, really good time. And it's really it, it, it's really cool um, just because, it, you know, you you sort of have this idea. You you think that it would be really hard. And we we all thought it would be really hard. Like, how are we possibly going to figure out people in costumes? Right. Because they're dancing. Right. They're, you're right. not you're not hearing their voices like you do on the other show. Right. But you know what, though? I think I think the voices in the other show throw you off a bit. I think they, I think they, a voice can almost be a red herring. You know, it can be a thing. It can be that shiny object where it's like, Oh, you look that way and you start thinking, Oh, it's this and that. And then it's not at all. So as soon as you remove that aspect of it, then you're much more focused on the other parts, like on the clue packages, on the movement, we have you know we have this one part of the show where uh, where the uh, the celebrity in, in the costume will say a word. The word has no effect on their voice, so it's their actual voice in the microphone. The word is a clue, so it's something that's relevant to them. And uh, those little things, all of a sudden, you know, you can be you can be going down some road based on movement of like, oh, I think it's a you know gymnast the way she moves or whatever, and then she'll say something, and all of a sudden, the person that you thought it maybe was, they'll say one word, and you'll go, yeah, that's not them, and then mm. it just completely redirects uh, your thought process. But it was really fun, and we, you know, as a panel, we actually did really well in in guessing this first season. Um, we got quite a few, right. So, uh, it's, it's tons of fun and we, you know, we, because the game is hard, I mean, we don't, we don't claim to be any better than anyone else would. So hopefully it's something that people at home can watch and enjoy along with us because we, we don't know what we're doing either. So it's, you know, every, we're we're a team with America, <laughs> yeah. doing something like this. I I want to I want to talk a little bit about you as the giraffe, just because yeah that was that was wild. Yeah. Um, so so what? So you you well, figured you, out you, you yeah was, we had you talked about it and then I and then I forgot and then I said, listen, I've edited your voice more than anybody probably on the face of the earth. I know, I know good and well, which one's you. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. You I can said tell. That, you said that out of the blue. You were like, Hey, listen, man, I love you. Let's talk about something for a minute. <laughs> My first thought was like, Oh no, something's gone terribly wrong. <laughs> and then you sent that. And I was like, Oh, son of a bitch. Like how, you know? So, so I was like, please don't tell anyone. And of course you didn't. But yeah. now, your daughter Wesley watches the show. She she loves she the show. Didn't think it was me. She did not think it was you. And, and 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 I emphatically was I was getting frustrated because I was like, "Honey, I know that man's voice after twelve years. I can tell you, good and well, that yeah. it's him." And and the reveal. I think I sent video of, yeah, of the you reveal did. And, and and texted it to you. It was good because you were on for three, two or three. 
I mean, two. two, yeah, because yeah. they they there was there's like two groups. I don't watch it, so this was there's new two to me. groups. So it was it ended up being three weeks, but it was only two shows. Right, that did. right. Um, and you sang uh, Black Eyed Peas. Did you Black, Eyed Black Eyed Peas, Peas yeah. Uh, let's get it started is what I opened with, and yeah. then the second time I did get down on it. What what was that like for you i mean was that kind of out of your comfort zone a little bit was that new, totally. new territory dude it's i the the whole experience okay first of all they're they're really good they've got down to a science how to hide people and and play the game that way like when you when you show up to work you show up they pick you up in a you know blacked out suv you have a duffel bag in the back with a sweatshirt a mirrored face mask, mm-hmm. uh, gloves. And at the point when you get out of the car, you are completely covered and they shuffle you right into your trailer. And unless you have your costume on, um, you're not out of the trailer. You're in your trailer all day long and there, but it having that costume, I can't, I can't express enough how much of a hindrance it is in, just moving yeah. uh, it just like it's and you the were like the the tallest one ever i think they said yeah, yeah eight feet tall eight feet yeah the tall the tallest costume ever um and uh yeah it was it was definitely challenging i you know going home it was it, it was like oh okay i get to you know i'm going home but then i was relieved i was like god i don't have to wear this costume anymore thank yeah. goodness um, cause it was a lot. Well, and see, that's what I can't get because singing in that is one thing. I mean, you're mic'd underneath there, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, no, you, yeah. you have a mic in your hand. You've got so the you mic have, in your hand. Okay. Yeah. You have, uh, you have earwigs in, so you can hear the music. But you have a mic. So I, I had to hold the mic up to my neck, which is where my actual <laughs> mouth is. So versus that versus to me this new show having to dance in one of these costumes which i'm sure they've built i'm sure they've built them for yeah the the costume the costumes are different they're a little more streamlined the uh the bottom half of them like the body of them um is material so you can move in them yeah they're not as solid as as they are on uh on singer but they're impressive to look at. I mean, they're still, it, it's still a lot of work and it, it's, um, you still have limited vision and all of that. And, you know, for me, I, I understand the flip side of it. So when, when we're on the panel talking about people and doing that, and you know, these, these people are just standing there in costumes waiting for us to finish. I get like, I get the heat. And wanting to get the the mask off, and you know, wanting to get some fresh air, like I I understand that side of it. Yeah, I understand how difficult it is. I, I mean, honestly, I can't even imagine. I say that to contestants all the time. Like, I just can't imagine doing what they're doing in these costumes. Because nobody it, on the, on the the singing show, on the singer show, nobody's doing a whole lot of choreography. They may be walking around a little bit, but it's not a yeah. Huge... I mean, they they do a little bit of choreography. I I had to do some, um, especially for let's get it started. Right, but um, you wouldn't call that, you know, dancing to the level of what the new show. Yeah, no, is. they're not dance numbers. I mean, we right. have, you know, we had a character tap dance and yeah. do. I mean, we've had like all sorts of unbelievable performances that's crazy um and these are uh, you know and 
what's really great is everybody that's worked on the show so far from what I've heard, all the contestants and stuff have had a really good time doing it. Um, it is, there is a level of anonymity, especially to this show compared to singer where it's like, uh, you know, with singer for me, it was that you have the nervousness of, okay, I've got to learn a song. I have to read, you know, they put the words on teleprompters in case I need them. Like I have to, um, I have to perform them. I have to rehearse them. I have to pick songs. It's a whole, there's, there's a whole side of it that way. Um, when you're just dancing, uh, you're completely anonymous aside from like the one word you say, you know, each time during, uh, during the, the clue, get the guessing and everything from the panel. So it's, it's, it's gotta be a really cool experience to, if you've been somebody that's been in the public eye for a long time, uh, to all of a sudden not have that be a factor at all. That was, that was a big thing for me, just being the giraffe and walking around and going, you know what? People are calling me giraffe. Like nobody on this crew has any idea that it's me. Right. So, um, so except who, for, who except knows? for like executive producer and a couple, you know, a couple of choreographers and, okay. and, uh, and my singing coach and the, the, you know, the guy that does the music. Yeah. Um, I mean, the director of the show didn't even know it was me. That's wild. So, yeah. And, and obviously so you didn't really have everybody to do, calls you giraffe. All right. Day. You didn't have to do hair and makeup. So no, you don't have to do hair and makeup. You don't have to, it's a completely different a uh, different animal. It's now, a totally different way of working. No pun intended. So it was it was really fun for me. And I, I know a lot of I know most people that that have done singer have had a great time. And the track record now with dancer is uh people seem to be enjoying doing that also. So um so it's good. I think I think we're on I think we're on the right track with, with what the show is and it's yeah. and it's enjoyable. And I think people, especially right now while they're at home and dealing with all this, they need as much family fun as they can possibly get. And this show is that for sure. Now you're, so you were on stage with Clint black and like Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> like, do you, do you guys know who's in the other? No, no, we have no idea. Like no. I, I'm a huge Buster rhymes fan. Yeah. And he was the one that was, uh, that they unmasked, the week before me. Yeah. And I remember I was in my trailer getting out of my costume and I was watching. The only thing you can watch in your trailer is a live feed of the show. And so we're all up on stage and I know, you know, okay, dragon, you're going home. Nobody knows who anybody is. Everybody, all we can do is wave to each other. We have no idea who's in costumes. Um, so then I was in the trailer and getting undressed and I was watching this live feed, so I was really excited to see who it was that was in the costume. And I had no idea until it happened. I had, I had a producer come and say, hey, your car's ready. And I was like, wait, I just want to see this. I want to watch this unveil real fast. And she was like, oh, no, they're going to cut your live feed. And they did. Oh, <laughs> so no. no. I, had, I had no idea except I had heard him speaking earlier in a different like changing tent because you you have this changing tent area backstage. Yeah. And I heard his voice and I was like, man, that sounds a lot like Buster Ryan. That's funny. And I mean, he has a pretty distinct voice. But uh, yeah, it's curiosity. Like, you know, who is the sun and who is popcorn and who are yeah. the who were the snow owls? It was like it was 
it was insanity because nobody knew who anybody was. It's not like you could walk around and talk to anybody. Right. So th- there's while you're there, you're not you're not speaking to anyone. You're you're on an island by yourself, basically, in your trailer until they knock on your door and they go, hey, so you're going to head over in five minutes. So you start putting on some of your costume and then, you know, the the uh, the head for the costume is over on stage. So you put on everything but that you put on then the visor with the mirrored front and uh, you have to wear a hood. So literally none of your none of your skin shows at all. That's crazy. Yeah, it's. And there were a couple times where they gave me crap because I like I, I have sweatpants that are like three quarter sweatpants, and they were like, "No, you need to wear tube socks or something because nobody can see any listen, of your skin. Like listen, we don't want this is biblical. Anyone, this is like biblical times. Through, you get, you know? This is like biblical times. You got to cover those ankles. We can't. We right, can't be totally, having any yeah. of that. Yeah, you have skin showing you. We're not okay with that. Did you have an op? Did they give you like here's three costumes, or did they say no? You're the giraffe. Like did they? They they. At first, they were like, hey, so what ideas do you have for a costume? And I said to them, I said, you know, this – you guys have won like Emmys doing this. So, who, you know, yeah. you know, don't ask me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I have a couple ideas. But, hey, wh- you know, why don't you just put together a couple costumes, um, like ideas, and let me know what you have, and then we'll pick from there. And so they had, they had a serpent costume and they had the giraffe costume. And I just really liked the giraffe, and I was like, "Let's do it." Yeah. And um, it's funny, like you know, you you see the the drawing of the costume, and you go, "Hey, that looks really cool," but you don't think about like, "Oh, it's gonna," you know, "I'm gonna have to wear uh, a a head on the costume that's you know like three feet tall." Like it's not you don't you don't think about any or two feet tall. You don't think about that until all of a sudden you're moving around in it and you're like, God, I next time, you know, I wish I would have picked a costume that was my size, like that I <laughs> yeah. move in easier. Yeah. Um but uh it was a really cool experience, man. It was really fun. I thought your clues were all really good. Did, um, did they write those for you? Did you did they do you have I kind of envisioned it like you filled out a questionnaire and then <laughs> they went so from there. What, so what happens is Especially now with with COVID, everything is done on Zoom. Yeah. So I had a couple uh, costume fittings in person, but for the most, I mean, I did singing lessons, like everything over Zoom. Oh wow! I worked with the singing coach. We picked out songs. They would email me songs. I would record them at home with a microphone and my laptop and whatever, and they, you know, everybody would hear them. And um, so it was the same thing with the clue package. I, I spent like maybe three hours on a zoom call with like eight different people just talking about my life. And then they make the clue packages based on that. The clue packages are funny though, because they, they can be, it's funny when you see people, you know, people pick out certain points of them and then they sort of get stuck in their head and an idea of who they think it is. And then they start connecting clues to who they have in their mind. And, and then when you, when I was unveiled and you watch the clue packages back, you go, Oh, of course it makes total sense. Right. But those clues could have, they, they, they could have tied to a whole bunch of people. I mean, they, like they, you know, when, when I was sitting there in the costume and you have the panelists guessing and they're talking about why, and that 
they go in all sorts of directions, oh, but those yeah. directions make sense. I mean, some of them are silly. I, I you know, Ken at one point was he thought I was Will I Am. Yeah. <laughs> that was his that was his initial guess. And it was like, you know, I did a black IP song, so obviously I wasn't Will yeah, I Am. I th- I um, thought Ken was it Ken or it may have been Joel McHale that thought that Jason kept saying Jason and I was like, Holy crap, how yeah. random is that? Yeah, Joel got real close. I think I think with Joel though, it was just sort of like uh, a shot in the dark. Like I don't yeah. think I think he just happened to get close. I don't think it was so much like he was really thinking through it all. I think it was just it randomly ended up really close. The other one that ended up really close was Nicole when she started talking about Transformers and then Megan. Yeah. I was like, oh man, she's got it. And yeah. then she went Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm I was thinking like I'm home free. And <laughs> and 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 Robin went uh um he went in a completely different direction. <laughs> Who did he? I don't know, but I just I thought it was so funny that y'all have known each other for Travis so long. Barker. Travis Barker. Travis Barker. That's oh, right. I know. Yeah, I know. I've done the you know the Grammys with Travis, and I know him, and I know how he walks, and and I was sitting there going, dude, it's you know my voice. You said it in the first episode, like you know that voice is really familiar. Yeah. Just stay on, stay in that lane of what you know. Like, don't get into what because it could be. I could be Martha Stewart walking like Travis Barker. That's not, you know, that don't like he just went down an avenue that just he completely lost his direction. Yeah. No, I th- I thought it was, I thought it was funny. And I know you said one one of the big reasons you wanted to do it just cuz he was on the panel. Yeah. Um but it, the the reveal with him was <laughs> was good just because you you guys have known each other since you were kids. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah it was funny. It was funny. I I had seen him like a week before that reveal. I had gone up to his because he lives right around the corner from me. Oh, really? So I'd gone to his house because he's recording and working on on stuff. And so I went and hung out with him. And I was actually going to I was going to text him the day of the reveal and just be like, hey, what's going on? You want to hang? Knowing that he couldn't. Oh. Just to completely throw him off. Like, no, you know, him have to tell me, no, I've got to go to work. And and me be like, oh, okay, well, maybe tomorrow. Like, there was no. That's funny. I really was trying to throw him off. Um, but then didn't. But that was, I was going to go that that route if if I had to. I'm, I'm glad the new show has Ken. I really, uh, Ken and Joel were on one of my favorite shows, Community. On community, and they, yeah. they are so funny. Uh, so Ken, I, I, Ken is great. Ken is really, he's really quick. He's really self-deprecating. You know who else is really great too is Craig. Uh, Craig's hilarious. Craig Robinson, like they, it's the 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 more on the first season we involved him in in stuff and we and we we spoke with him the the better it got because he's he's funny man he's. You know, we got really it's a really good panel. I mean, everybody everybody is on their game. Uh like Paula and Ashley are really funny. It's uh it's a really fun show. And I know like I've heard after people were unmasked, like that, you know, when they're talking there, they they were talking about like how much they were laughing with the masks on uh the week before as we were guessing and talking about it and talking about how we put clues together and who we thought it was like that. It's really, it's we're we were moronic and, uh, mm-hmm. and, 
and it comes across it comes across in a funny way i think so the new show is december 27th december 27th is the first episode yeah so little little it's after it's after a double a double header uh football wise on fox so uh they have the two shows on 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 sunday um and then our show, and then it moves from that point to Wednesday nights. Okay, I was going to say, does it stay on Sunday? So it premieres, gets a lead in on Sunday, and then it moves to Wednesdays. Well, it, it premieres, and then, you know, I think the idea, if it does well, is that you'll have the same night, you'll have a season of Singer, and then you'll do a season of Dancer. Yeah. And then a season of Singer, and then a season of Dancer. It'll sort of go back and forth. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed. You, you liked it enough to, to go back and do more. Totally. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. So when, when you were the giraffe, did you already know, like had, this had already been in the works or did they talk no. to you about this while? No, I dancer was for me, honestly, it was right place at the right time. I mean, if I, if I had done season, I did season four of, of singer. If I had done season three, uh, they, I don't know if they would have even thought about me or considered me for dancer, but they had, as they were, putting their choices for the panel together for dancer. They had just edited my unveil on singer. And, and that was a big, that was a big, um, thing for them. They, they, they seem to like, like me when, uh, when, when the mask came off. So it was it, the, the two like completely tied. So I, I finished singer. I went home and I was like, Hey, that was a lot of fun. And then, uh, I, I got, I got a, I got a text message from them saying, "Hey, can we do a Zoom call at four? I was like, "Yeah, sure." And uh, I got on, and it was everyone from from Singer, and they were like, "Hey, we're doing a new show, and we think you'd be great on the panel for it." And it was like, "Are you are you kidding? I'd love to. I'd, you know, I'd, I I would love to do that because I had a great time doing Singer. It, it was really a fun show, and I like I like the idea too of doing a show." like ours or like that one that is as positive as those shows are, Uh, you know, there's the panel is not there to judge. It's not there to judge singing or dancing. It's to talk about how fun it was and, 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 uh, make somebody feel good about what they did on stage. And, and you find the, the best parts of what it is they did. And you, you talk about those and, and, you know, at the end of the shows, when we're when it goes into um, uh, selecting who you want to return, and who you want to go home, it's, you know, even at that point, the uh, the perspective on that is you're not you're not voting for your least favorite. You're voting for your one favorite, who you want to see next week of the five or of the four. And and the person that ends up in the bottom that gets the least amount of votes, they're the ones that go home. So it's not, it's not about you were the worst on the show. It was, you know, it's about you're, you're, you're picking the one that you liked the most, not the one that you liked the least. Yeah. So it's cool. It's a good perspective. And I wish I, I, I mean, that's, that is a perspective that I wish, uh, our country took more of a, uh, more of a perspective on we hadn't even gotten into the state of the country. <laughs> I don't know if I want to. I think that's a show in yeah, itself. I don't I don't know. I don't know that we need to end. I, a... Yeah, I that that becomes such a political yeah. episode. And you know what? It's that it can be. 
you know, I have my views and, and I know you have your views and I think it's really important to not have conversations with people about views right now, just to have conversations with people about healing and coming together. Um, doesn't matter what your views are. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know, we can have different views. I can have different political views with somebody. It doesn't mean that I don't like them um, or don't want to work with them to uh, to make life better. And, and so, uh, you know, I I, I hope that uh, that we start healing that divide a little bit. But it's going to take people are going to have to proactively choose to do it. Um, and I know right now when I reach out to people because, you know, they're they're upset over the election and, and the results of it and all of that, uh, people are a little more angry right now. And that's that's understandable and fine. Um, but at some point, we if we want things to get better, we have to choose to put stuff aside and come together and, and listen to each other. Um, for the better of the country, you know, for the better of, of, for the betterment of life. Um, we're, we're going to have to make, make that conscious choice to do that. It, it, I don't, I don't think it's something that is just going to on its own happen. I think people are going to have to choose that path and stay that course. I'm not going to get into the whole descent of everything that's happened but i will say the irony of having covid during the elect during on voting day election day was was not lost on was not lost on me and the (laughs) and the days following up up until that's from that tuesday to saturday yeah um just in between waking up because this is pretty much giving me narcolepsy like i could just sit and fall asleep at any given time now um, yeah. but I would just wake up, you know, not wake up in a fog. I went to sleep in a fog and still in it when I woke up cause it's a perpetual right. thing, but yeah. I would wake up and go, wait a minute. Who did he have Georgia? Who had Georgia? I don't right. remember who has Georgia. Like yeah. I, every trying to piece together from day to day was very difficult. <laughs> like I felt, <laughs> yeah, I felt totally. like I should be in a nursing home and Wesley should be going, I'm your daughter. You know, you remember me? Um, like, well, it was I mean, it was it was it was confusing, even if you didn't have brain. Fog. Yeah. I mean, it was, I, you know, I've I try and make a point of like not going to sleep with, you know, with us with a channel like CNN or yeah. a news network on. But as the results were going on, there was definitely that part of me that was like, I don't want to miss. Right. Something. So I'm just going to turn it down, but it's going to be on. Yeah. And then something happens uh, hopefully i'll wake up and catch it i remember i remember texting you because i know i know we text a lot during those few days of yeah. the election and i remember that late that night a tuesday night slash wednesday morning when he came out and said we won when when Trump came out and said we won and I was and I had missed like an hour before that and I was like I don't understand what just happened but right. had to, he 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 was ahead but then he was behind how is he saying he's winning and I can remember texting you but everything is just kind of this hazy memory of yeah. of which is probably 
in all honesty, the best way to remember it because it was so divisive. And so it still is. Well, this was a, this was a tough election. I mean, this was, you know, this is the first time that we've voted this way that mail-in ballots, uh, meant as much as they did. And so, you know, it made perfect sense that, that the, uh, that the election results were so skewed in one, in favor of one at the end of that first day, because that's, those were the ballots that were counted first. Uh, you know, the, the people that showed up that day to vote. So, so then all of a sudden you start getting into all of the ballots that were, you know, that were delivered or mailed in or whatever. And all of a sudden you just start the, you saw the numbers start changing, you Mm -hmm. know, like slowly, but steadily. And it just like steadily every time something trickled in, it was two thousand more votes in one direction, or you know, five thousand more. It was just these like, it was just this slow chipping away at at the lead everywhere. And uh, it was it was amazing two days after the election to still see states at you know ninety six percent and ninety five percent, and some of them at like eighty three percent. It was like, how is this possible? Because Normally, it doesn't. Normally, by the end of Tuesday, you you know you there's, have a pretty a, good sense. There's a projected, yeah. I mean, it's never officially done counting, but it, there's there's usually the margin is so wide you can call it. Well, and it's you know, and it's not. It's you don't you you don't have things suddenly swing from one direction mm-hmm. to another. It's sort of like you can take the temperature of the in person votes and know. Oh, so and so was favored in this area, right. and it just it stayed that way, you know. Yeah, and it, it continues to play out over the next sixty something days. Yeah, yeah, not over. Not over yet. Um, I'm glad we did this. I was, I was, I, like I said, I was a little worried about just sounding like a complete dude. You know what? Too, I you full. sound so much better now than you did when we first started talking. Laughing, so I don't, I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's helps. because you've been forced to speak more than you have recently, but it's, I think it's, you sound much more alert. I've had to, and, I've had to take some, while you, while you've been talking, I've had to mute and do a couple breathing treatments just to, that's okay. Just to keep going. But it's uh no, it's good. Laughing. Luckily I talk a lot. So yeah, that, you're fine. That's easy. <laughs> laughing's laughing's good, and I, and 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 I say laughing's good. I'm gonna say this, and we can end on this note. And you can say something if you want to, and if you don't want to, that's perfectly fine. Um, I've known you a long time. You are one of the best people I know, and 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 one of my best friends. But you are also um, one of the best dads I know, and um, regardless of how anything ever plays out in the media or in tabloids or gossip. I don't, I don't give a damn about any of that and and nor should anybody, but you, you were, I've seen you interact with your children. I've, and I know how your children feel about you and you were an, an a plus father. And I, I know, I know you know that, but I want, I want to tell you that. Thanks. I really, I really appreciate that. That means a lot to me. And and anything else said otherwise can can be damned because I won't hear it. So, thanks, man. So we're I gonna that. we're gonna end on that note because I, I I have to take a nap now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs>
because <laughs> that's all i that's all i had in me for today i'll see you on saturday um with bagpod.com on the internet's where you can find us and apple podcast and amazon and google and all those places where you can subscribe and uh and we for may the, for the people that were afraid that we were done that we weren't doing the podcast anymore uh have no fear we are still here was that a thing did people think we were out yeah, some people no. were like, hey, are you guys done doing the podcast? No. The reports yeah. of our death have been, well, reports <laughs> of my death have been highly exaggerated. <laughs> They've um, been a, a bit over-exaggerated. Over <clears throat> no, Brian has to, If at my funeral, Brian has to record a podcast for the eulogy. So, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, It'll so, be a live one, though. It'll be a fundraiser. <laughs> for what? <laughs> For your, it'll be the Derek Russell Flower Fund. Oh, okay. <laughs> for your funeral, yeah. Who's who paid the florist? <laughs> um, and we're gonna get back to to more uh, regular schedule, hopefully. Dude, continue to feel better to anyone out there dealing with this, yes. or with anyone in their family yes. dealing with it. Uh, stay strong, stay positive. Absolutely, um, and wear your mask. Yeah, and wear a mask. And hopefully, we're. We're seeing light at the end of the tunnel now with the vaccines becoming available. So we'll hopefully hopefully we'll see what happens into the new year. Yeah. But yeah. But we still got a ways to go. But uh we'll we'll be here with you to at least distract you a little while during that time period. <laughs> Bye everybody. We'll try. Yeah. Bye everybody. Bye everyone. I'm delivering is ever so painful I'll suck the life out of your rap You will then collapse while performing your act Unravel yourself and then crumble on your back Stiff as a stick as I flip exquisite Techniques you left trembling for my unique Way of MCing Maximize human being for more extraterrestrial Means more than what you seeing I'm more than meet your body Plus more than meets the eye no other body's coming as wise as I. Not the enforcer. I'm down to grab a girl backstage and toss her. But if that shit don't happen, then I'm down to play the source of self-ejaculation. Because conversation is a dream. To be down with 52 or for the team, it would seem. Because the night was down to happen. Plus, I was in the Sony rapping. And L.A.J. was hitting tonsils like the captain or the skipper while the rest commenced to rip her in two. And her husband in the States didn't have a fucking clue. No second guessing. Aussie like Michael Angela. No, so don't go grabbing something that you cannot handle.